1: Welcome to Preach, Care, Preach with Rashad We are the prophet. See the another episode another sermon Coming at you from 12-Hour Sports Zingo TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere else you can find us Welcome to the show uh, What's going on, Rashad?
2: Uh, we're back again, man Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hey, shout out Tory
2: Lane, man Shout out Tory Lane,
1: man <laughs> uh, That's a funny guy um, We are we are, We are here uh, we're just gonna going uh, Rashad, you're gonna fix your camera for a second for us. It'll be all yeah. it'll be all good. Um first off, let's let's uh let's kind of start into um what happened in the NCAA today? Uh, we had two G League prospects, not G League prospects, uh, high school seniors, uh decide to to not go not go to the March Madness, not sign up. Uh, I think Isaiah Todd went to Michigan. Jalen Green did announce his decision. Well, come to find out, these guys are heading to the G League, $500,000 deal. Obviously, you can't beat that um, going in. So, um, what are your thoughts on it? On a scale of 1 to 10, how bad it is for the NCAA? Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good is it for the G League?
2: I think it's cool, man. You know, as far as the G League, you know, you got guys now going opting for the the paycheck over going to the NCAA and not making any money. So, you can't fault the guys for that. Most of the guys are all about, you know, getting to the pros to make money. So now you have the chance to at least get on-the-job training. So I can't blame them for that. On um, a scale of 1 to 10 for the, the players itself, uh, this is a 10 for them. You're going to get paid. It's not the multi-millions that, you know, LeBron and other guys are making, but 500000 for on-the-job training right out of high school, you really can't beat that. And for the NCAA, uh, I mean, as far as how bad is is the team because it's it's bad for them because now you can't exploit these players. They've taken Lamelo Ball, R.J. Hampton. Now you have these two guys. Um, they're taking their fate into their own hands. So right. you can't be you can't be mad about them doing that.
1: No, definitely, yeah. I mean, money money talks, man. Money walks. So I can't I can't uh, I can't fault them for going there. So um, we'll see we'll see if this is successful. We'll see if it turns into a trend. I'm not. I'm not going to put my fingerprint or foot down and say, "Hey, this is a good idea." Obviously, when it comes to money, zero dollars or no money um, is 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 the best thing. So, uh, anyway, uh, we're going. We're going. We're going to go into our uh, our mock draft um, into this whole thing. You got anything else you want to add, add about the Jalen Green and uh, Isaiah Todd decision?
2: No, not really, man. It's just a. It could potentially be a change of the guard that kind of upsets the apple cart for the NCAA as far as like do players now want to still go to the NCAA or you know I wish it would have been in play or you know I, I thought they should never changed the rule in the beginning I think it should have still been allowed if you're if you're ready out of high school to go pro or whatever you should be allowed to do that because look at the way it's changed so many guys' fates like Michael Porter Jr. he went to college got hurt now he was the 14th 15th pick in the draft. Yeah. Granted, granted, better situation. He's being a top pick and some millions of dollars right there. So I wish it would never change, but that's the way it is. Society just playing catch up.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So let, let's go ahead and move on to what we can talk about. So we're talking about NFL draft. The we're one week away. Uh, it's going to start around what eight o'clock ish once we're off the air next Thursday. So. This is the better time to go ahead and get our our official profit mock, mock draft out there. Our profit prediction for what we think will happen. Uh, me and Rashad we took turns uh, individually. Uh, I guess we flipped the coin for to get the first pick, and then we went back and forth one, two, three, all the way down to thirty-two. Only a first-round mock, uh, and here we're going. to This is where we're going to to answer our important questions. Uh, we're not going to do trades to start off because one, too hard to predict. And and two, sometimes it'd be the craziest trades that nobody's talking about that all of a sudden happens. Like, who knows? Minnesota may package both their picks and move up. You, you don't you don't know. So that's why it's kind of too hard to predict. So there'll be no trades in this draft. Um so before we get straight into it, we're just going to go uh first my big board, my top ten prospects in this draft, and then Rashad's big board, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about that before we actually get into the, the selection. So um here's my big boards up here um uh, yeah number one number one chase young i mean obviously uh jeff akut number two um linebacker isaiah simmons who i also call him a swift army knife he can do it all uh jedrick willis well, wheels uh o alabama i think he is a I, he's my number one o-lineman he's my favorite player from that you know from the line from the trenches Um, So, i got to have him. I have two as my number one quarterback. Um, Joe Burrow is number two quarterback. He's number six on my board. Uh, Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. Um, And then I have Henry Ruggs, Judy, and CeeDee Lamb, receiver, receiver, receiver. Uh, Yes, I have Ruggs over Judy and CeeDee Lamb. I think Henry Ruggs could be potentially the best receiver in this class. Now we're going to move over to Rashad's board and let him talk about his his order.
2: Uh, Pretty much – Almost the same man. Of course we both got Chase Young number one. That that beast, I mean, he's he's the most pro ready guy in this entire draft. Um, I have Simmons number two. I think he's the se- second best pro ready guy in this draft. Uh, surprisingly to everybody right here is number three to me, Tua. The only reason that, you know, Cincinnati's taking Burrow potentially number one is because of Tua's injury history. But as far as I'm concerned, Tua is the best QB prospect, highest upside. And just based upon what we saw on film at Bama, he's three. Um, in my opinion, I have Okuda at four. You know, I mean, he he, he to be a, the next shutdown corner in this league. Uh, then at five, I put Joe Burrow, just based upon the season he had. Uh, his first year at LSU wasn't that great, but what he did his past season was electric. Uh, then I have Justin Herbert. Third best QB rated by me. I have Jerry Judy, best receiver. Henry Rus, the second best. Then I write right below those two guys. I have Worse and uh, the other O All All
1: right. So that's pretty much our board. Uh, getting back to our schedule program where you we have we have the the uh, the list of teams, uh the order we're going in. Uh, we know since that bell on the clock since <laughs> we five <laughs> when they when they was 0-5 down there uh stinging it up uh Zach Taylor. Um so I have the first pick. I've been I've been granted the first picks. I'll be picking for all the odds numbers. Uh Rashad will be picking for the evens. I, I think this is it's very um very key that if you if think about it, Jacksonville at nine, um so I get a pick for them, Jaguars at twenty, so Rashad get a pick for them. Uh, Vikings at 22. Rashad picks. Then I pick at 25. Miami got three picks in this draft. You got um, pick 5, 18, and 26. So Rashad gets to uh, pick twice. I get to pick once for them. So I think that is very, very key in this right here. So everybody with multiple picks, we both get their way in. um, And we we have our topics as we go along. So without being said, uh, here's our profit mock draft. So number one, um, we know who it is. Cincinnati um, Bengals select Joe Burrow, the Bayou Bengal. Uh, he is getting the nickname because officially in one week he will be a Cincinnati Bengal. And um, hey, I mean, you can't can't really go wrong with this pick.
2: Yeah, it's one of those things where, I mean, hometown kid, the story's written itself based upon what he did in college. He will be number one pick. But now going on to number two with the second pick. In our profit mock draft, the Washington Redskins select Chase Young of Ohio State University.
1: Yeah, this this is a no-brainer. I mean, it, it's, if Redskins really want Cincinnati to make their pick, Washington Redskins, he should bring out both cards in his basement <laughs> during the virtual draft and just say bait to back because Chase Young should already have been a pick a long time ago as well. So, um, Chase Young, our number one guy, number one board, he's already gone. So, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, Moving on to number three, and this is kind of where we think, okay, does the draft start? Um, Question i want to get into with you before we move on. Do you think the Chargers or the Dolphins at five and six, are they inclined to move up here? Because, you know, in recent draft history, you know, the the Wentz and and Golf, both teams moved up. Uh, Redskins packaged a lot of picks to go get Robert Griffin. It was pressure from other teams. That also needed quarterbacks. We talked about this quarterback market for a long time, and after free agency, I mean, the Bucks didn't need one. Carolina didn't need one. Um, who else? Who was up there in the, uh, at top? I mean, Jacksonville going with Gardner Minshew. So, and then Chargers. I mean, we know the Miami Chargers and, and and the Bengals were really the only team that really needed one. And maybe the Patriots as a starter. We don't know. So, do you think they're they're pressured to move up, or do you think okay, well, I'm at five. If if Lions really really don't get no great value because who else, who else is coming to get these picks?
2: I can't say they're, they're feeling pressure to move up just because of the fact you're going to get one of them regardless because, you know, based yeah. upon how we're going through our draft, you're going to get one of these guys regardless. Now, the only thing that would incline you to move up would be if you fear that, who, let's say you're the Chargers, if you mm-hmm. fear Miami takes the guy you want now you have to move up, but if you have both prospects rated around the same, you think either one will work in your offense, you feel no pressure to move up. Don't now the sneaky pressure could come from the Chargers division rival, the Oakland Raiders. Well, now Las Vegas, Raiders, Las Vegas. That's the, <laughs> Yeah, that's probably where the sneaky pressure could come in because hypothetically, what if they want to move on from Derek Carr and they feel like they wanna go up and get a QB? So that's where the pressure could come in if you think someone that low wants to move up. But I think between those two, Miami and uh, L.A. Chargers, if they both view the guys the same way, mm-hmm. like graded similarly, they don't have to worry about moving up. You can just take whichever one's left over for you.
1: Right, and t- to be honest, that's that's the bad thing for Detroit. Like this is a team that needs multiple things. Like it's it's not just it's not just who they going to select at number three, but they have holes everywhere, and. Usually in most drafts, you can get a good haul for guys coming up to get these quarterbacks, and that's why that's why I say I feel bad for them because I don't like you said if Miami if if everybody's saying Tua and, and Herbert are around the same, whether you I mean whether some teams value them differently, but if the consistency is they're around the same, like you said, Miami can sit there right at five, Chargers right there at six because we know Lions not drafting a quarterback and we know the Giants are not drafting quarterback, so you don't need to move up. Unless you had these guys so far apart, like, if you think Tua is so much better than Herbert, that's the only way. Otherwise, I don't see, I don't see why, like, Lions getting a good haul for this. So, I, I understand people keep saying, okay, uh, we're going to, we're going to, uh, you know, trade back. But for what? Like, I mean, what's you going, who's going to trade up? You know what I mean? So, like, Carolina took themselves out by signing Teddy Bridgewater. And there's only two teams there. So, I, I, I don't get... Everybody's talking about the Lions moving back. They should, but I don't think they can. So.
2: Yeah, my last point about it, there's no leverage. Like, yeah. there's no leverage because Chargers have Tyrod Taylor. They can use him as a bridge QB for the next two, three years. Uh, Cam is out there potentially. People still hire him. James Winston, people still hire him. Uh, at some point, the Lions may want to move on from Matt Stafford, things like that. So, you know, with so many guys out there, you can trade for Derek Carr and be on the block at some point. Right. With so many guys out there, and the there's Dalton no leverage for the Lions. And the yep. Dalton too. And, yep. and the Dalton. So uh there, there's no leverage right now. So yeah, <laughs> the Lions right. are kind of stuck. You stuck.
1: So with that being said, the Lions are stuck. Like you mentioned, those are great points about Cam Newton with Jamie Winston, and the Dalton and Derek Carr all potentially being available. Um so with the with the third pick in the draft, I will have Detroit Lions selecting Jeff Okuda. Uh you traded Darius Slate away to the Eagles. You got a third and a fifth, which is not a bad return for a guy who was leaving anyway. Um, you get a Jeff Kuda who I think can, you know, in, in this scheme, you know, it's all about the man, Stephon Gilmore. Uh, you look at you look at Byron Jones going to Miami. You look at uh, what Adore Jackson uh, and Malcolm Butler were in, ten, in Tennessee. So it's kind of the same the same kind of team. So Jeff Kuda can he play man? Can he play zone? I think he can do both at extremely high rate. So uh, I would have him going to the Lions. Him partner with him with True Font, and you got a solid cornerback room. Um, Hopefully, because his defense was ranked thirty-one last year.
2: Yeah, he won't fix the defense, right? But it's a it's a building block to start all over again. You weren't going to pay Slade. You brought in a few other pieces, you know, from the New England uh, tree along. You know, Patricia's still there, so you bought some guys along from that right. that Patriot tree. So building block to your defense. But now we're on pick number four. It's back to me. The New York Giants are on the clock. And with the fourth pick in the draft, I have the New York Giants selecting Swiss Army Knife, defensive lineman, linebacker, safety, quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> coach, GM. <laughs> yeah, everything you can think of, Mr. Isaiah Simmons.
1: Yeah, Isaiah Simmons is a great pick. Um, so, t- 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 tell me where I'm wrong on this. I, I I believe that the Giants probably should go after after Willis. I I think or not Willis, but worse. So it could be Bakai Becton, it could be A.J. Thomas. I just think that they they need to get a tackle in this draft. And it's because one, Daniel Jones was a lot. Protect him. Two, you drafted him at top ten. The year before that, you drafted Saquon on second overall. So if you want to run the ball effectively, you want to be able to throw the ball effectively. You get somebody who can do obviously do both. But it's like, should shouldn't they shouldn't they value protecting the investments, or do you think, okay, we just said about Jeff Okuda can't fix defense, so can, can Isaiah Simmons, even though he can play all these positions, like what makes him – what what makes to choosing Isaiah Simmons um, over the protection?
2: Well, like how you just named four different guys, I think the safer pick, you know, at this point to me when you draft it, it's about best player available granted they have multiple needs so <laughs> you, you can you can still fix a yeah, need yeah, and to, it's just my opinion he's my favorite player in the draft along with chase young the bus potential of simmons is very very low so i mean depending upon how you're grading o-line you can have willis near the top you can have thomas near the top you can have people are impressed with beckton's film he could be near the top uh tristan worse mm-hmm. so i i think the bus potential of a going to O-lineman is higher because depending upon how you rate each guy, the situation you're putting them in offensive scheme-wise, it's just higher. So I would just take the best player available. He can do multiple things. Um, you need defensive improvement as well. So it's not a bad pick going O-line or defense. But to me, the bus potential just lower with Simmons. And you want to be risk-averse with the fourth pick.
1: That, no, that is true. You got you had the sixth pick last year, the second pick year before, and now you got the fourth. I mean, to to me, I think Damian Jones showed enough flashes to me that he could be special. He could be he could be a, a solid quarterback. Can he meet the Andy Dalton line, which is getting you to the playoffs every year? I, I think Damian Jones can meet that line. You got Saquon Barkley, who's arguably the best running back in the game. Um, so yeah, you got now you got a fourth pick. You you have to hit again because this Giants team need a lot. So yeah, you might be right. Uh, I, I can understand why you why you saying that uh, because you have so many potential guys. Uh, I think they are probably rumored to be six or seven offensive linemen going in this draft. So um, you're right. I I, I I see your point. The Swiss Army Knife quarterback, receiver, tight end, slot, <laughs> slot back, <laughs> wheel linebacker. It don't matter. He play
2: everything. Hey, hey it's like that mean. <laughs> I play every
1: position. <laughs> hey, I I mean I never seen somebody like Isaiah I mean like he's he he he's big. He's big like like a like I like a linebacker. But he's fast like a Derwin James. He he can do everything. It's crazy. Um, I I think his best position is linebacker. And I, the reason why it's kind of hard for me to like if it was somebody else other than the Giants, I think this is a a, a home run hit. The reason why I'm saying that is because can uh, all right do you do you think the Giants coaching staff do you think they can put him in the right position to be like. A hall of Famer. Cause that what you want when you driving somebody this high and of that caliber?
2: I would think so. You know, people have criticized Dave Gilderman for, you know, various reasons. Some, you know, were warranted, some were <laughs> unwarranted. Because like, you know, they went and got Daniel Jones higher than people thought, but then they come to find out the Redskins were potentially looking at him. So you kinda were justified in taking him there early when you could have took somebody else. Right. So I I think, you know, they don't let the media even though it's New York, they don't let the media pressure get to them. They stick to their guns, and they take the guy that they believe in. And I think taking Simmons is the best way to go. You know, you know Joe Judge coming from that New England tree, he's been around Belichick, so he knows all about defense and stuff like that.
1: That's true. I like it. Um, for this next two picks, I kind of I want to go back to back before we get into it. Um, so with the fifth pick, um, I chose to take uh, Tua um, out of Alabama. Uh, quarterback, um, and then I'll let you go. What you got with
2: six pick? And with the six pick, the Los Angeles Chargers select Justin Herbert. Now, the reason why I, we did it at the same time is for one.
1: I think we both can agree. We both want two on the Chargers. We both want him to go, uh, uh, you know, to LA um, in that great organization. Where you got you got weapons out 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 the blue. You got great defense with them. It's kind of just like Alabama. Um, I prefer him in LA because I like LA. I, I feel like that's where he can fit in and grow. And uh, Herbert can you can see him in Miami. You you can you can he can kind of fit that. But it's like this um, the Dolphins GM. Um, he he went to like four to five Bama games like, and then you got another thing saying oh they prefer Justin Herbert. But then you got but what you're showing me you going to see, you want to see two. I mean he's right not too far from Alabama. You you showing me all that. So it's like. I don't know what, what, which one to believe, and because of my board, I'm thinking Tua is. I got Tua way ahead of Justin Herbert, and it's like I don't see how Miami can pass up on him. And 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 even though I want to wheel him to LA, I prefer Herbert to go to Miami and, and Tua go six. And just I just don't see them passing on Herbert. I, I don't I don't believe that they have them ranked the same. That's
2: just my opinion. I mean, to me, Miami was just doing their due diligence of, you know, studying both guys. And with Tua being closer, you know, Florida and Alabama is right there. So, of course, you know, you can get a chance to go see this guy more compared to going to Oregon and things like that. So, True. I, but I think they were just doing their due diligence on both guys because, like I just saying about Isaiah Simmons with these two quarterbacks, the risk-reward that you're weighing out is big for both because you have Tua – who, when he's on the field, he's healthy. The, the, the tape doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. He's he's obliterated SEC defenses, which mainly have NFL guys on them. So, <laughs> I mean, dude came back off his ankle injury and brought Alabama back against LSU in a phenomenal game. So you see what he can do. What he did against Georgia, I mean, the, 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 the tape just basically speaks for itself. Yeah. And then you have Herbert who has a great arm, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, big body, big arm. You know, in college at Oregon, he had some accuracy issues. He went back for his senior year, didn't really improve his draft stock. He's still not the first guy off the board. So it kind of makes you wonder, why did you go back outside to win the Rose Bowl? But granted, skill set-wise, like a prototype, he has to look. And, uh, you know, the intangibles outside of leadership can be questioned. But, you know, who, who knows? What he's like in the locker room, with team is ke- team chemistry wise, so you kind of gotta, you know, I see two as a guy that's like rocket fuel, like he can just his presence alone. If he says guys, we're not out of it, You gotta you believe be it. Like, yeah, yeah you be like, oh yeah, we're not. Out of it. But Herbert said it. You kind of be like,
1: I don't well, know what's wrong. us sit down.
2: Yeah, you be <laughs> like, I don't. You be like, I don't know about that, bro. So to me, that's, that's where the, the difference is, like the intangibles but um i think you have to weigh risk versus reward do you want to be the guy that's known as taking one over the other and right. then this guy gets hurt and this guy goes and becomes a hall of famer or mm-hmm. this guy flames out in his rookie deal and this guy's putting up mvp numbers so i mean it's a tough decision to live with for either gm now i would say this um so even
1: though even though I, ch- I chose two in this one that that's my belief is just out just this thing would do so much better but if Herbert going to Miami and, and, and Tua going to the Chargers make the most sense because one, if Tua doesn't doesn't pop, or, or he fails, should I say, it's not it's not a devastating blow to the Chargers than it is to, to the Dolphins. If Dolphins do do this again, you already tried to get Rosen and that didn't work out. I mean, how long does Fitzpatrick have, right? And you don't want to miss again on another quarter. Even though you traded for Rosen and he didn't work out. You haven't had a quarterback since Dan Reno. I mean yeah, Chad Pennington, um Matt
2: Moore. I mean, who who, who was who was Miami had um uh, Man, don't do not I disrespect can't. the great Jay Cutler like this. I thought you might give me a real name. Do not disrespect the great Dante Cole Pepper like this. Man
1: and they both both was past their prime when they got there. But yeah, so you haven't had a real quarterback since Dan Reno, so you can't you can't miss. And I, I think I think even if Herbert is not the greatest, I don't believe in Herbert. If he can be solid, all you got to do is be the Andy, Andy Dalton line. If you can be Andy Dalton, that's fine. And if, if the Chargers get him and they miss, oh well. So.
2: I had you respecting cold Pepper cut Lantana Hill like that, man. I mean, but yeah, man, they <laughs> haven't had a QB since Marino retired, bro. Like this. That's sad. I mean, that's that's been a while. So yeah, they made the playoffs a few times. They beat New England a few times. They've challenged for the division title at points, but they haven't been successful perennially. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right.
1: So moving on to moving on to the next pick. Um, But I got I got I got an idea I want to bring up later on
2: too about Miami with all these draft picks.
1: All right, we'll get we'll get into that. Um, so Carolina Panthers are now on the clock. I'm choosing for them. Um, so. Carolina, really, they have a lot of directions to go, and I think this is kind of where, like, the draft, quote-unquote, starts because we know Isaiah Simmons probably don't get past Giants for the reasons you stated, um, and then we know five and six are going to be quarterbacks. We know the first three picks. This is where the draft, who knows what's going to happen. I think with our profit draft day bet game, this is when it's going to get crazy. Um, but I decided to take Javon Kinlaw. I have him top seven on my board, and this, this is the seven pick. So um, I, I'm, I'm going Javon Kinlaw. Um, interior D line. I think that if you can build the trenches again, whether it's office line or D line, this this is the way to go. If Isaiah Simmons was there, I would have took him uh, because, like you said, Jack Armand can do everything, and Carolina, Carolina Panthers have a lot of holes. But you need you need building blocks. You need you need to start up and start and start right. So uh, I think I think Javon Kinlaw uh, going at seven to the Carolina Panthers uh, make the most sense.
2: Yeah, he's a. Uh... Know a very interesting prospect. You also can see Brown going here, right? Yep. Um, so Brown Brown or Kenlaw to begin the Matt Rule era, I don't think either is a bad choice. So, going with Kenlaw is not bad.
1: Now, you can go into the Cardinals,
2: all right? And uh, shout out to Carolina for signing McCaffrey to that big deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, I forgot about that. So, all right,
1: sports profit rule. We don't pay running backs, so where do where do you fall at on this one? When it's kind of similar to DJ contract when he got paid when they had really no other talent outside like a few guys, Um, I mean sixteen million dollars (laughs) like per year.
2: I'm 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 cool with it, man. What he's doing, you have to pay somebody. So yeah, I mean looking at the the history of the Carolina franchise since you know we really start following it like deep diving in it. They've always had that one face of the franchise: Steve Smith, Cam Newton, Dallas McCaffrey. So you got to take care of your your new face of the franchise. Uh, he he works hard. I mean, I know last year when they were showing him how he was when beast mode came, came back, came back looking like he was ready for that. That
1: boy, that boy was cut, cut. <laughs> got.
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you know he's been putting up thousand yard seasons and uh, making All Pro, making the Definitely. Pro Bowl. He hasn't shown an injury history that we know of. You know he was what he's doing now with the same thing he did at Stanford. So I I think it's a safe, it's a safe and good move to pay him. He won't get in off the field trouble. He won't turn into a diva. He's a class act in my opinion. So uh, the 16 million resetting the RB market. I can't blame that either because if Zeke is getting 13, 14, I think it's 14 and this guy actually catches the ball way better than Zeke and he can run it. You have to up that price a little bit. So, you know, He'll get his last job his rookie deal, I think, is upcoming season. Then I think it'll kick in the following year. Or so you'll basically have him four years cheap, four years at a high premium. That's not bad. Out. I mean, it all bounces itself out, yeah. so it's not bad. Yeah, I, I don't like I said,
1: the, the DJ contract, I think they only had Pat Pete, Chandler Jones. They were uh they was trying to find a quarterback, couldn't find that. Larry Fitzgerald wasn't expensive. So it's kinda like we wasn't paying nobody, we're playing like four but four guys. It's fine. We can do it. Um, and I, I, I think I think the same can be said for uh, for, the, for the Carolina Panthers.
2: Yeah, man, I think they I think they made a good move. Uh, pick number eight, the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock, and with the eighth pick, I have the Cardinals selecting Tristan Wurfs, who I have as the best old tackle on the board.
1: Uh, yeah, great pick. Um, I, I can see the Cardinals are another team that direction. They have a lot of direction they can go as well. Whether are they going to start? Are they going to start? Do something on defense, or did you go and ride with Chandler Jones and Pat Pete? Um, uh, but can, are you gonna protect Kyler Murray and actually use D-Hop? So cause if cause Kyler Murray on his butt? What's the point of having D hop? So yeah, you're right. Uh Tristan Words is a great pick at this pick.
2: Right. Here. Yeah, I won't harp. Yeah, I'm not gonna harp on it long. I just thought O line's the best bet for Kyler Murray. They probably have plans on paying Ken Drake a little bit or something. So you yeah. gotta have somebody on O-line.
1: Definitely. Um moving on to number nine um Jack, jacksonville jaguars so it's kind of like the same thing uh, carolina Panthers are in you have to build the trenches uh so so we talked about dare brown earlier way this is where he falls off the board uh, i got dare brown going to the jacksonville jaguars at the at the uh, ninth pick
2: uh, same thing i said about mccaffrey a second ago you lost lou keekley to retirement brown could be your potential uh foundational building block on defense
1: right
0: Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.
1: Lose Dylan Ramsey, Teva Smith retired. So, you got to start building a defense back because it, it used to be called Saxonville, but it only lasted one year.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like, so many of these teams are in the similar predicaments. Like, you know, Carolina lost Keefe, so now you want to rebuild your defense. Now, like you just mentioned about the Jags, Ramsey's out, Boye's out, Clay Campbell's out, and Gakwe wants out. Gone, they yeah. traded some other guy. Yeah, they traded some of other guys, so – Jacksonville has to put a stalwart on their defense. You got Josh Allen. Go ahead and get Brown right here. And now you're you're starting to potentially rebuild what you had a couple years ago.
1: Definitely.
2: All right, we got Cleveland Browns up next. Probably the most interesting team up to this point, in my opinion, just because they always do something that nobody's expecting. Um, but I hope they address the offensive line need. And I think they will probably fall in love with the film. I got Makai Becton.
1: I mean, you, you can't you can't go wrong. I mean, if you want to protect, but like protect him, you that's how like you hide Baker Mayfield behind that big man, uh, Makai Becton. Oh yeah, you're right. Don't, don't. It's it's so simple. Now we heard rumors about them trading back, but it's so simple. Just get grab a tackle. A plus. Yeah. A plus. I, a plus First round. Yeah.
2: Like <laughs> at this at this point. Everybody can say everybody's graded differently. So right. I don't care. I, I don't care if it's Willis. I don't care if it's Worse. I don't care if it's Thomas, Bexton. Just get an old tackle. Just address your offensive line. You see Baker's getting sacked running for his life. Do something to address the offensive line.
1: Right. You add him with Coughlin, Brown. He, he's standing straight up now. Um the Jets on the clock. And because you, I thought he would, I thought he'd be gone already. He's still on the board. Uh, I'm going Wills here um, from Alabama. Uh, he's my fourth player on my board, and he fell all the way to 11. Uh, I think the Jets, should, Jets should be in the same thing. Uh, Lamar Jackson got protection. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are trying to protect Josh Allen, uh, so it's only right that Browns did it for Baker Mayfield, and now the Jets can do it for Sam Darnold. I think uh, Will—he's my best one. So I feel like this is a steal for him. And like you said, the Browns—if they get any tackle, a plus.
2: Yeah, I think the only dilemma for the Jets may be do we go on tackle to protect Darnold, uh, we still have Bill on the roster, so running the ball is a priority right. for right now. Or do you try to go get you a, a outside weapon that could potentially have immediate impact in a Rugs or a Judy? So, you know, yeah. it, it it depends what their priority is. I mean, do they even keep Adam Gates as the coach because he hasn't shown flashes of becoming a <laughs> great coach his his claim to fame is just being paid man is guy man so is you so know baby. hopefully <laughs> is so hopefully baby. the hopefully the GM you know is planning this pick without Adam Gates in right. mind like just just take best available and team need
1: definitely uh yeah you can't go wrong
2: and it's the Las Vegas Raiders making their first pick as Las Vegas. Oh yeah unfortunately we have COVID nineteen going on so this draft won't be in Vegas. Um, but I think they still make a splash with A.B. out. Tyrell Williams not being consistent enough. You do have Darren Waller, who's Waller the baller. Oh, Shout yeah. out Matthew Berry. <laughs> you got Josh Jacobs. You got Hunter Renfro, who showed flashes. Continued to build the offensive weaponry for uh, Derek Carr. I have Mr. Henry Ruggs going to the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: I like it. Um, speed. I mean, he's more than just speed, though. And that's that's the thing people don't realize. He's my number one receiver for a reason. He come off the board first. Um, he can do it all, and on top of that, he's really fast. You remember man, Long, Long as Yard,
2: really fast. Dude is a, is a machine, man. He he's a machine. Yeah,
1: he he he's a problem, man. John Gruden gonna fall over that definitely. Um,
2: Before we move on too fast, do you think they should move up though, like for a QB and trade Car out, or you think they should just stay stay pat and get get weapons?
1: Oh, um, I think I think because they're at twelve. I mean, twelve and nineteen. I feel like that's too far for the Lions to go back. Um, Cause I mean, the Lions need a lot of needs, but will they give up twelve, nineteen, and pick? Cause Raiders need Raiders need picks too, you know. And might make, yeah, they need yeah. help. <laughs> they need help. So I, I don't know. I think it's rather just you know see Derek Carr or or uh, never mind, Derek Carr. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nobody else's name. <laughs> um, I'm gonna see see if Derek Carr is the guy because. Uh, Derek Carr, that's the guy. We know the guy behind him is not the guy. So they'll be they'll be back down here in the bottom of the draft next year if they don't pan out. So,
2: all right. So one more point then: Do they reach and get uh Jordan Love here and trade Derek Carr then? No, I can't they'll do it that way.
1: I I couldn't not for twelve. Now you say nineteen, we can talk. But with twelve, with so many great prospects on the board still, I couldn't do the reach. Not Jordan Love. I, I I just can't reach that high. Not I got you. Yeah. All right. Um, 49ers, Niners. They trade this pick. They traded Buckner to the Colts. He signed a t- massive deal. Um, but here they are. I I think the reason why I went this pick is because the uncertainty of the position. So I went CeeDee Lamb out of Oklahoma, uh, for the 49ers. I think that, you know, with, with De- Debo is the only one I trust. Um, you traded a pick with a pick for Sanders. Now he's going. They want to pay him. But Pettis, man, I drafted him in Dynasty high. Regret that instantly. <laughs> he's sorry. Um, Galwin can't, he can't stay <laughs> the injuries healthy. injuries and everything, man. Yeah, he can't stay healthy. Um, and then you got hey, Trent Trent, Trent Taylor, Taylor he can't stay guys. healthy. Kendrick Bourne is he's he's solid, but I don't think he can be a number two. I think he's in the more of a number three. Um, and then who was I remember somebody else, nothing that's it. Uh, Cassandra's gone. So, and I, I just think that they need somebody else that more consistent and who can be more consistent than see The Lamb with three different quarterbacks three years in a row and dominate. I mean, he had Kyle Murray-Baker and Jalen Hurts, and still was the best player on the field. So uh, I, I, I'm i going CD CeeDee Lamb.
2: Man, I just have two words. Kyle Shanahan, you put CD Lamb over ooh, there. It's over. CD <laughs> and Devo. Man, him and Devo together, they to plus George crazy. Kittle. Crazy. The running game already going to be top yeah, five. You, you still got Mostert and all those guys, and people are asleep on Jimmy G, man. Like, Jimmy G, this was just his first year completely starting. Like just the first year, completely starting, so he'll get more comfortable with Kyle. He'll learn from the Super Bowl experience. His game will continue to evolve and grow. Just for always remember, there's a reason Belichick wanted to keep him. Over to already. Hey, so I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> when, when, when I hear Bill Belichick and Kyle Shanahan both cover the guy, I'm gonna trust those guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, City Lamb, you just can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. And here's our one of our favorite teams, man. We love Bruce Arians. We have the Bucks on the clock. They just brought in Tom Brady. Uh, you got Godwin on the outside. It was on the outside, so of course, in a receiver deep draft, you don't need that. But they do need what else is deep on this board? And that's offensive line. I have Andrew Thomas going to the Bucks to help Tom Brady out.
1: Definitely. Uh, it's about time he came out of the board. Andre Thomas, uh, Andrew, my bad, Andrew Thomas. Andrew, 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 Andrew my bad. <laughs> Andrew, uh, Andrew Thomas, I think, is the best one right now. But I think he has the lowest ceiling out of, the, out of, the, out of Beckton, Wills, and, and worse. So, I don't know how, how good he's going to be, but I think he's the most ready. He's been starting since so he's been a freshman at, at Georgia, like in SEC football. So, um, Tom is a great pick. I think Tom Brady will love it. Um, he got now he got time. So, Evans got one. let's go.
2: Yep, and they want to implement a run a little bit too. So, you need somebody to keep Tom Brady upright at 40 years old and get your your running game going.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, Before I I go into my next pick with the Denver Broncos, we're going to take a quick commercial, and uh, then we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Um, So, all right, now I think I'm on the clock with the Denver Broncos. With the Denver Broncos. Um, This is another team that have a lot of different directions. Uh, I thought right, corner, uh, receiver, uh, O line—they need, they need a lot of different things. Um, <clears throat> but I just can't let this guy stay on the board any longer. And he's a top ten guy of mine on my big board, uh, yours, yours as well. Jerry, Jerry Judy, Alabama—the best route runner I've ever seen in my life coming out of college. Uh, I mean, the, the cuts, the quickness, um, the shiftiness. Now, the reason why I can understand why CD and Henry Brooks would be on the come off before him. You, you it's like it's like you kind of because I think once Jerry Judy hit that number one spot for so long, it's like you have to find like tweaks in his game why he shouldn't be number one, and I think I think that's kind of why he's kind of falling. Cause you think about it, like this time last year, everybody was saying, "Oh, Jerry Judy will be the first year on the board," and then all of a sudden, you know, oh, well, C. D. Lamb, oh, Henry Rugs, he not he not he not the best receiver on this team. So you got, you got all the different things. So, um, but Jerry Judy, I I think this guy's a campus prospect, and we talk about Sutton and him. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, the the Broncos need another receiver. Um, so it's interesting that they go him because this is the best prospect on the board at this point. And you need weather for Drew Locke, you have Noah Fant, Cortland Sutton, they brought in Melvin Gordon, you have Lindsey. So they do have things offensively for Locke to work with. But I want to see what they do. I thought they would make, you know. Wide receiver or cornerback would yeah, be perfect yeah. right here.
1: Yeah.
2: I, it, 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 even O line right here. So it just yeah. kind of depends upon, you know, we're doing it from our POV point of view. So, and Judy's here, you got to take Judy. Come uh, yeah, on. That,
1: that's the <laughs> only reason why. If it wasn't, like, if it was, they, it, they was all going, I'm going, I'm going in different direction. If Ruggs, Judy, and Land do not make it to 15, I'm going somewhere else.
2: All right. It's uh, the Atlanta Falcons on the clock. Dirty Birds. The team. A team that needs everything, I think I need to trade Matt Ryan. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I think the biggest need right now, based upon you know what's available, you have to go Henderson. You have, you, I think right here is good value at this pick. You can't pass him up. CJ
1: Henderson. Um, so, so some people think God, Henderson number one. They bore over Acuña. I mean, you know, I don't knock him for doing so. I think Acuña is one and Henderson is two. But and I think I think it's a gap from two to three so i think these two guys are the top of their class and falcons get a steal with him being on the board uh and we heard rumors about them traded up up for him but i think this is this is a good good i mean to get in front of denver if the receivers fall it's probably the smart thing to do but you never know what denver gonna do but yeah you're right man CJ anderson excellent pick for the Atlanta falcons
2: yeah you i mean you can't pass them up
1: um, Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, um, star helmet. You know, this is America's team. Apparently, uh, everybody's going to have our eyes on this team, uh, during this pick. And I went, um, uh, Caleb on chase on out of LSU. Now we can talk about what they did way back when they, they drafted the taco Charlton instead of JJ. Watt. TJ, S- TJ, what did I say? JJ.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it don't matter why you should. You saw why you should have drafted. Damn it! <laughs> um, but Alder Smith, I'm not. I can't trust that. I can't trust Ronda Gregory um, being reinstated. Those two guys are in legal troubles for the for reasons, obviously. So I'm gonna go with somebody who's uh, who's young, raw, but he can gather the quarterback in it. So I, I like Caleb on here.
2: I don't care what the Cowboys do at this pit as long as defense. They need defense bad. Yes,
1: safety, right. corner, linebacker. It don't matter.
2: <laughs> Defensive <a> coach. So <laughs> don't So yeah, at this, at this point, just take defense and keep it moving. Keep it moving. We got Miami back on the clock. You had the first pick for the Dolphins. I have the second pick from Miami, and I'm going Jackson. I'm going Jackson right here.
1: Austin Jackson out of USC. I mean, yeah, you 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 gotta protect them. You like you can't let him get hurt. You can't let you if if I if I went to him, he got entry history. You gotta protect him. I mean, that's just that's just how it is. So. That's a good pick. I
2: like it. Yeah, it addresses one of their needs. So you yeah. just keep it safe, play by the board of what's available. Address the team need.
1: They would love for one of these other tackles to fall, but you know, like they was, they, they, you think they would trade up like with all these picks, and you see like, oh, Wills is falling. Let's go get him. Or do you think they just let it ride and just and just use all their draft picks for all the players they got?
2: Depend upon who they what they value and and what's on the board like who's in front of them like do it does it is it a team that wants to move back like if this is a like a Denver Denver may want to move back it, it kind yeah. of depends upon it it depends upon who it is and where they're falling at. Gotcha.
1: Um, I had the the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, you took Henry Ruggs, which was an A plus pick, and I'm coming right behind you with another A plus pick. I'm going Kenneth Murray. Um, yes, they took they took a lot. They uh, signed Corey Littleton. In um, free agency, but you gotta get, you you have to address that lead for for Raiders. Uh, John Gruden won the Super Bowl with Derek Brooks, um, and I feel like I feel like
2: Warren Sapp, Warren Sapp, a Sapp John
1: Lynch, Hey, <laughs> look, he drafted John Abrams last year. He drafted Clinton Farrell, but he he not he's not seeing me on Rice. But um, you gotta get your Derek Brooks in, in this defense. So um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Ken Murray, a sideline to sideline player. Uh, I, I, I like him a lot. I think I think if they go over Henry Ruggs and Ken and Murray, that's A+. Plus.
2: Yeah, they can do a lot right there, man. Uh, I think, you know, the entire drafts going to be unpredictable, but I think right here again is where it kind of starts to peak your interest. Like you said, for a draft game, it's pretty interesting. So, <sighs> I'm going to lose, I'm gonna lose I'm, money, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm back on the clock with the Jags. And we mentioned earlier, they have multiple, multiple needs. We gave them Brown in the first, uh, with their first pick. Right here, you got, what, Fulton. Um, but I think they go Epinesa. I think he's just a safe pick.
1: Hey, you talking about really building the trenches? Uh, Josh Allen, superstar. Uh we already got Deck Brown earlier, and now we get Epinesa, who can play the Calais Campbell role because he's big. Like that's a he he's not Calais Campbell big, but he's pretty big. Like six five, like two seventy. Like this guy can play the three four uh defensive end. So yeah, and you, you they already got a trade in um in Gakwe, So you might as well go ahead and replenish that D line and and a hey, Saxonville may
2: return. It may return. Like, like I know we both like Fulton a lot too. Yeah. But I, I, I think just um as a safety pick, they'll probably go evanescent.
1: Um, all right, so I'm, I'm back on the clock. Philadelphia Eagles. Um, this is a team that's uh, receiver needy, um, and Howard Roseman only likes to draft offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and quarterback in the first round. Well, he paid Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, get money. He already drafted Derrick Barnett. Um, off his line, they're stacked and paid Brandon Brooks, Kelsey. Uh, who am I missing? missing? Uh, who's the right tackle? Lane Johnson. They, they already got all that. And I think the tackles are kind of off the board right now. Um so that they need a receiver. But I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna draft them Patrick Queen. And I I, I think Philadelphia fans need to realize like with well, this deep, this deep draft, if if there's no Henry Ruggs, Judy, and Lamb on the clock, I like Justin Jefferson a lot. Um I think he's 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 the fourth receiver on my board. But it's like you pay Darius Slade at corner, you pay Hargrave, and you got Fletcher Cox, who's probably the second or third best defensive player in the game. Why don't you get somebody in the middle of that defense and, and be the quarterback of that team? Like, And Patrick Queen can do a lot of things. And I, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather build, build the linebacker because they always just patch it up and hope veterans work, which it does. But if, if, the, if the receivers get hurt again, if the Eagles can rely on defense, this thing can go back to the Super Bowl.
2: I mean, Wentz is good enough to elevate lower-level talent. Get a receiver later on in the draft, address a different knee at this pick right here. It's first round. You got receivers that can go third round, fourth round deep. Take a, another knee right here get receiver later. So, yeah. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, and on top of that, you got Jeffrey Deshaun Jackson. Yes, they get hurt a lot. You, you drafted a J-jaw. Um, but then again, you got Zach Ertz. Hello. <laughs> Dallas Goddard, hello.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to go in and speed, up a little, speed it up a little bit my next pick. Your Minnesota Vikings on the clock. I think it's an easy one. Address your your key need. Go get Gladney.
1: Oh, I love it. I, I ain't got nothing to say about it. Shout out to Minnesota Jeff Gladney. I would love it. <laughs> For real. Um, moving on. New England Patriots. Uh, this could be Jordan Love territory. Um, but I I think they believe in Jairus Stidham. So I'm going to listen to what I, what I've been hearing, and I think they're going to see Cesar Ruziz out of Michigan, offensive lineman. Um, to me, I just think. With Andrews being hurt, um, Shaq Mason got paid and he's been inconsistent. And then uh, who's who's uh, Thuni on a franchise contract?
2: Yeah, he might get traded. Right, he
1: might get uh, traded. So it's like let's let's get somebody who can who can come in and establish that and be dominant from day one.
2: Yeah, they need somebody who can play. They they love versatility on the offensive line. So somebody who can do everything. So center, I guard, think, left guard, uh, right yep. guard. Yeah, you can do it all. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, they they need. O-line badly. Would you,
1: would you say Cesar Ruiz is the fat version of Isaiah Simmons?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, on on the on the O line side, yeah. And uh oh, it's the Saints up next. And they have, you know, they're going for it Super Bowl wise, but I think they need to get something for the future. And you just said a second ago, it's J Love territory. Sean Payton can do something with this guy. I'm going Jordan Love to the Saints.
1: Yeah, I'm. Mean, you put any quarterback with, with Sean Payton, you're probably going to be successful. I mean, uh, Teddy Bridgewater's five and zero. Drew Brees dominated his whole career, even though he was already good. But I mean, he been he been. I think Sean Payton been hiding the flaws of Drew Brees. We'll get into that another day. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Jordan Love's great pick for for the Saints right here because it, it's still, the roster's still good, so they don't really need a first round pick to come in and do something.
2: Yeah, not right away.
1: Uh, for Minnesota, uh pick twenty-five, I got Gross out of uh, Penn State. Um uh, no Everson Griffin. Uh so we gotta get the at a quarterback. They the Neil Hunter cannot do it himself, so I'm going gross All
2: right. Back to Miami again, I'm back on the clock. Um I think the safest thing to do here is go um McKinney. I think McKinney is the safest thing to go.
1: I like it. I I am battling between McKinney and Winfield as my number one safety, but McKinney can do it all. He can guard tight ends, receivers kind of like what Byron Jones did back in the day. So, um, when he played safety. So, I'm going to go uh, – I, I like that pick a lot. Uh, Dallas. I mean, I mean, that's a, that's a that's a great pick. Um, Seattle. I think this roster, they need to protect Russell Wilson. They just lucky that he can run from from pressure. Uh, so I'm going to give him Josh Jones out of Houston, uh, tackle. Uh, I just think they need they need to shore up that line and because they'd be using like six t- uh six linemen on like run plays and they want to run the ball because they can't protect Russell Wilson
2: yeah uh russ is russell bus he's been saving them for years so please protect russ by all means because i don't want to see russ get hurt he's only 31. I don't he got see plenty it. game he got plenty game left do not get him hurt <laughs> please uh, we have the the team with the mvp led the league in all different kind of categories Every
1: category.
2: <laughs> w- 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 won the afc the baltimore ravens a team with one of the low-key most annoying fan bases <laughs> But right here, man, I I know they love Mark Ingram, and they have other needs they could address. But I had them taking a running back just for the future, and I gave them the uh, Wisconsin back, Jonathan Taylor.
1: So you know, So you, you took a running back. Now uh, I like to pick. I think John Taylor is special. This guy's power and speed. You talking about somebody who can run you over and go like eighty yards to the crib? Like this is this guy can do it all. And with Lamar Jackson, I think any running back with Lamar Jackson, <laughs> it probably gonna be special because
2: I, I, I I'm worried about Lamar. <laughs> then, you, then you got three running backs. You got Lamar, Marquise, and uh,
1: and <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring it up. Uh, yeah, you're right. you just cheating. <laughs> you're talking about a running back by committee, boy. Uh, no, uh, great pick. Even even though, I mean a lot of running people don't say think running backs going first round, and who knows? But i want a the mindset is. I mean Baltimore, they got everything they need really. They just got they just added pieces now. I mean, they got everything really. Um Tennessee Titans on the clock. Now, for some reason, we like we we are letting Christian Fulton fall in this draft. And I don't know why. He must have he must have had a diluted sample or something. <laughs> he must have posted a picture of a, a, yeah, I'll, a something. Cause I'll
2: just, I'll, I'll just looking at that man. We haven't taken him yet. We, we haven't taken him,
1: <laughs> and I, and I'm not gonna do it. I went Edin Terrell. I think, I think we talking about speed. Eddie Terrell, one of the fastest corners in this game, uh, in the draft class, and, uh, I mean he, could, he's long. He can do it all. And with Clemson, he was dominant. He play, he played a lot of receivers in that playoff game, and you know he got beat a couple times, but you got to think he can. So, but with Tennessee, with Ray Brule and. The Linebackers, the defensive line they got, uh, Kevin Bird back there, uh, Bayard back there. So, Ada hey, Terrell, sorry, Fulton. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, man. You you must have said some, you got some racist tweets or something down there because you're falling.
2: I mean, it was a problem. If Tennessee even trade back, but uh, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely they probably trade back for real at <laughs> this spot. But,
2: I mean, we got the team I thought would win the Super Bowl right here, but they got annihilated by my surprise team, the 49ers, <laughs> twice. <laughs> Whew. And – their quarterback is in win now mode, Aaron Rodgers. Man, you want, Christian Fulton is still too hard to pass up right here. But I'm gonna pass him up. I'm gonna <laughs> give I'm gonna give Green Bay Jalen Rieger because MVS and Jonama Allison just aren't good enough weapons. Uh Jimmy Graham didn't do enough. I think they need another weapon there. So pass my with Devontae Adams, Jalen Rieger. Uh, Jalen
1: Rieger out of TCU, I like it. Um, I, I think it, it, it give him a different guy it give him like a rental car vibe because they they draft all these six five players like can you get the man some speed out here like take the ball on a 10 yard slant and go to the crib? I'm, I'm tired of Rogers having to sit back there and get smacked <laughs> around. I mean trying <laughs> to <laughs> trying to save, trying to save the day. <laughs> yeah. hey yeah let, let Rogers is getting old can we please just throw, throw a, a, a two yard out and let the guy go 40 yards like come on we, we, we need some of that in the offense. Uh fourth on the clock. Uh could have won the Super Bowl. Almost did win the Super Bowl. It was up 10 points lead and still lost. Um they they already they already took City Lamb. So anything else they do right now is just add it to the game, add it to an already made team. Uh I went Antoine Winfield Jr., the highest IQ coming out I've ever seen. This guy is smart. He's 5'9, um Honey Badger-ish. Um, but he can do it all. And I think as a true free safety, I mean, he can he can he can tear it up in the pass game. So just don't ask him to stop everybody on the run game because he's like he's 5'9, but he's not scared of it. So, it, bloodlines, Antoine Winfield Sr., man, for the Vikings, man. So, you know, gotta go, my boy, Antoine Winfield Jr. And
2: with the last pick of the Prophets mock draft, the defending, reigning, do my Paul Heyman, the reigning, <laughs> defending Super Bowl champions <laughs> of the world, the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Undisputed. <laughs> <laughs> they select. He's fell too far. They select Christian Fulton.
1: I like it. Um, you know, there's a lot of things about different running backs or or linebacker, where they go. There's no Queen. There's no Murray on the board. Um, so, Christian Fulton fell down. I, I don't know what happened to him. But we we got to read the reports because I don't know why he, he managed to fall to Kansas City. That's really cheating if you think about it. Like, they, they get a, a, a top, maybe a, a third corner on most people's boards. But after a cool decision, they gave him a 32nd pick. You can't go wrong with that.
2: Yeah, he'll be motivated after falling this far. And then you got Andy Reid, who can coach anybody up, and he—he's the kind of guy. Based upon our draft, Fulton got some issues. Like so Andy's the kind of guy who—he'll <laughs> take a chance on that kind of guy and get him, get him right. So, oh man, Christian Fulton makes make sense right here. Yeah,
1: uh, man. First of all, yeah, I, I don't—I don't understand what, what happened to him. We got to re- read the tea leaves <laughs> and figure out what happened. But um, that—that's that, that's our profit mock draft. Uh, what we think will happen for one through thirty-two. And um you know, I know we didn't do the trades, but do do you see do you see uh anybody potentially like moving up or, or making a splash anything?
2: Uh if it's not the Raiders or I mean, I wanna see Miami trade with the Cowboys and send Dak to Miami, give Cowboys some picks, oh. they can get they can get two or something like that, maybe uh, Odell trade, Browns trade him to the NFC to somebody like the 49ers. I want to see something something crazy happen. Like give me a big shakeup, man. A big major, shakes. major shakeup.
1: You, you said Dak and you said OBJ. Hold on now. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be crazy. If if Miami do that, if Miami do that, if Miami do that, send send Dak Cowboys to the fifth for the fifth pick, probably and some other picks involved. Dak Prescott on a team like the Miami Dolphins. He's going to be the best quarterback in the division by far. Like, how far can Miami go?
2: I mean, they've made all the right moves to become a Super Bowl contender. Man. And I just think this is – I just think this could be the missing piece. You don't have to worry about Justin Herbert or Tua. Give up the fifth pick. Uh, Probably – Ryan Fitzpatrick, trade trade the fifth pick. Because if you trade that, you won't want a QB back. And they want to stay cheap. They're paying everybody. <laughs> so you gotta <laughs> you gotta get a QB. So you gotta go to a there's no need for Fitzpatrick anymore. They all need a starter because I don't think two of them will be day one ready. So Fitzpatrick, your fifth pick, and then something hey, else, you know. It, it probably maybe a another, second, maybe second first. and third, yeah, maybe another first. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe that last first which would be twenty seven. Maybe that or at least something in the second, third round. You for a guy like of Dak's caliber, you've got to give up something major. Because, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's proven he can be a winner. Yeah,
1: I mean I can believe I can put Dak Prescott in my top ten quarterback. So I mean, Miami do that right there. That's and then, and then on top of that, even you know, Dak hit so they'll pay him, you still got Rosen as a good backup as well. So uh so you're right, you don't need Fitzpatrick. Uh that would be crazy. Like hey, you heard it here first. Dak to Miami. <laughs> That is going to Miami.
2: Man, if I can't get that to Miami, at least give me Matt Ryan. We ain't going to sit here home suffering on the, the god-awful Falcons.
1: <laughs> Falcons can't get right. Um, the, the only team I see teams making a move, uh, I think Jacksonville, if they may surprise us and not pick nine, they might go back um, and just pick up more assets and maybe get a later first round. It's, I think they still come away with two guys in the first round, but this Jacksonville, they, they need a lot. Like You lost too many people. In a in a very fast fashion, so um, maybe maybe recruit some of that. I don't know.
2: I I can agree with that, man. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I, it's, it's going that, that wouldn't be that wouldn't, that wouldn't be a bad trade that candidate. It's, it's
1: gonna be crazy. So hey, if anybody wants to join our draft day um, profit betting game, we do it for the first round. Um, hit our DMs: uh, Pastor underscore KeviKev, uh, Mr. Rashard underscore Too Cool. Hit us up on there. You can play. Um, and hey, all you gotta do is bring your money, and we will gladly take it. <laughs> gladly take it. Uh, but it's it's not like it's it's like it's really a simple game. A lot of fun. Um, like me and Rashad played last, last three years, and I you you'll win getting ten right, cause we be wrong all the time. <laughs> it's, the the, the draft too unpredictable, man. So, um. That's really all the time we got. We got a few seconds left. Uh, anything you want to say before we get out of here, so I'm good, bro. Hey, so we'll be back. Hey, I got a preaching to the choir, Minnesota Viking edition, it's coming Monday. Uh, make sure you tune, you, uh, find Twitter, uh, Facebook Live. I've been doing all that. That's gonna be a good one because I got two guys, two people from Minnesota. They're gonna they're gonna come with the heat. I, I told them to come with the heat because we we gotta go out for our, our guys. So. Uh, That's it for the Preach Care Preach podcast. With Rashad, we out.